0: It's the second cup of Joe and John with Joe Elvis and John Dwyer. Oh,
1: nation, we're back.
0: What do you got for me? Right out. You said you said uh, you you. Well, you I just
1: I wanted to lift you up because okay. sometimes good friends of yours, uh, you know, and it's dudes. Dudes need to lift dude's up. Iron char- iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. So, get on with it. You're, you know, are decades worth We've of friendship. we lost people
0: already. Go ahead.
1: Decades worth of friendship. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just, uh, you know, as your role now as CEO as jobs for Tennessee graduates. Uh, you help underserved kids, mainly high school kids, who really are on the the backside of the power curve. They haven't even filled out a job application in their life. You know, basic skills that a lot of people just think, oh, that's a basic skill. They didn't even know about. Uh, your success rate this year has just been tremendous. And through that era that you've been doing this, back to your news two days as sports director and anchor, you've done one thing consistently. And um. that is... Oh, <laughs> Don't label the things I wasn't going to mention, John. And that is run in our Country Music Marathon. Yeah. Which has now been stupidly retitled as the Rock and Roll Marathon. It's in Nashville, country music kingdom of the world. But uh, I don't even know how many there have been. Tell us how many there have been and how many you've run it. It started in 2000,
0: and when I was working at News 2, I specifically signed up to run it. I had never done a marathon specifically so I didn't have to get up and cover the damn thing. (laughs) That's true. John Boric was working with us and uh, and so I, I trained and I kinda got hooked on it and I did the first seven fulls and then the, they added a half because when you add a half you go from four thousand to thirty thousand and that's a more money making venture. But, and and so I know what
1: that means. What's four thousand to thirty? You mean uh, as people, what? participants? Oh, oh, you know, okay, a
0: gotcha. lot of people can run three miles three days a week and run a half marathon, and sure. it'll be painful, but they can do it. But it's a money making venture, okay? okay? And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, and so I and then I I had scarred lungs from pneumonia in seventeen and eighteen, and uh, I I just can't do. I don't have the capacity, so I do the five k. It's a cheap ass cheap. Well, there goes our explicit. I try not to be explicit, but uh, there goes um, our rating. But I do the 5K um, just to keep the streak going. So yeah, I did. So, but, but that's, yeah. that's
1: so, not, not a no negative deal. that I just do the 5K. Some people run the full, some run the half, yeah. and the 5K is fun. But it's uh, consistency in that you've been at everyone. Your father used to come down for everyone, I think. And uh, there's great stories we've talked about with Bob Mueller, also who has worked with our guests. He ran today. in a
0: coat and tie, by the way. The tie, <laughs> did he the really? tie was up. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Never uh, seen Bob without a tie on. My favorite
1: story was the original. Right, my favorite story was the original route that fishtailed through Shelby Park, and there was always a guy who sat there who gave away Marlboro cigarettes,
0: as Marlboro and in. beef jerky, and, and, and as a sight gag to all the runners wanting salt, sugar, Gatorade, he was handing out Marlboro lights, and, and it just because you're in the zone, you're just trying to get there. It's very funny. Uh, I will st- just one quick marathon story because I, I have several, and I I am humbled. I'm thankful. I've told myself I will always do this until I can't. I will be in hospice, hopefully decades from now. But there'll be a day I can't do this. And so I actually cut a conference home uh, in Orlando with kids short a day to come back and actually participate in this. So it's one of those kind of badge of honor things that I don't really want out there. And nobody listens, so it won't be out there. But uh, my father came down one year, and he knew all the little, like he'd been through this. So we hire a driver so he doesn't have to go through the streets. And, you know, we meet us at 6 and 12 and 19. So there's a corner on Woodland Street that you turn toward the stadium and you go down toward the stadium and so forth. By the way, a cluster mind F when you run by the stadium, the finish line at mile 20, and you still have 20, still have six miles. You're out to Shelby, right. the Baton death barge, yeah. you know? So th- I think that was always a kind of, they call it the wall with marathoners. That's that was always a wall. My dad comes down <clears throat> and this driver is a know-it-all and he thinks, well, he won't be there by then. My father flies down. I see him the night before we have dinner. We go to the marathon. And I never see him. Now, I know I at 19, I'm going to see him because this is where he gives me the banana and the four Tylenol, and we're going to... I know he will be there for me, and he's not there. Oh. So, I run... Now, something's happened, right? He's in his 70s or yeah. 80s at that time. Something happened. So, I ran six miles scared. So, I get to the finish line. I finish. I look for my father. I've got the VIP pass from Ken Kim Detweiler, right? and I walk through the line and I get my banana and I'm finished and I go to the VIP area and there's my dad standing at the finish line looking for me and I tap him on the shoulder and I'm like aren't you glad you came Ah. (laughs) he didn't see me at all Well, he
1: was there the whole
0: race, and he's been there,
1: and I think this is a great story because we all have things in our life that we hit as little fence posts. Maybe it's a physical thing. Maybe it's a mental thing that uh, it's good to have that in your life, to put yourself. You came back from Orlando. Maybe you were in shape. Maybe you weren't in shape, and you did it, and it was, uh, I think, it's tremendous. So congratulations to you.
2: we know
0: people. Let's take a spin through Joe and John's Rolodex. Joe, it stops at D, as in Dawn Davenport. Double D. It's been uh, a repeated request. The, the, The woman is busier. There must be two of them because she's everywhere. Dawn, welcome to East Nashville. And thank you for being on the second cup of Joe.
2: And John,
0: She's I love over. you guys. She's I'm like,
2: I'm so overwhelmed. You got an intro. You got like a mixing board. You guys have a sign behind you that's lit. I'm like, what, what, what did I just walk into? I thought this that's was it. just you know two washed up professionals, professionals that have nothing to do.
1: You thought two old guys are they're just gonna stare at me, but they can talk.
2: I mean, Ugh. this is amazing. Can I add to your yeah. marathon, half Please. marathon story? So. I When I worked with Dwyer at News 2 for, Mm -hmm. God, I don't even know how many years. When did you get there? So, I have been in town now 17 years. Congratulations. Isn't that crazy? Longest day
0: ever for you in broadcast, by far. Yeah. Unless you started when you were six. (laughs) That's right. I saw you on the Mickey Mouse show. No.
2: Yes. Uh, So, 17 years ago, you know, my first day in the sports department was Titans training camp day one. Hey, welcome to town. Let's throw you into a hundred thousand degrees with all of these titans that you don't quite know yet. Sure. Go live. How you doing? Welcome to town. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> we didn't work, work together though. No, because you were gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had moved to morning. You
2: had just moved. So
0: you worked with Corey. Corey think, was right? my okay. sports
2: director. Okay. Yep. Um, so what's was the marathon and Joe story? Dubin was there. Okay. So. <laughs> So sorry, I I always looked up to John. She's you know, be he's, awesome. he yeah. he ran all of the. <laughs> oh, look, so squirrel. John
1: was at yeah. a sports. <laughs> John was on the anchors. John transitioned to being a news anchor. Yes. If you're not from Nashville and no, you've never seen Channel Two, you have no idea. Oh, I so, didn't even
2: think about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So John was on like the everybody news knows desk there. John. You came here. Was that 2008 ish?
2: Yes, it was. It was the year the Titans went. They started. <laughs> yes, started it was 08 10-0. with Kerry Collins. There you go. Yep. That's okay. that was my first year because uh-huh. I was like, "This is awesome! We're going to the Super Bowl." Yep. Blah blah blah, and then they lose to the freaking Ravens, and
1: that was round. That was one. wasn't that when? Uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the murderer's name? The linebacker, um, uh, Ray, yeah, Lewis? Ray Lewis. No, rip ripped no, the no, hands, rip the ball. No, that was, 2000, oh, that was two thousand, Joe. Don't you know what? No, this is amateur hour. It.
0: If you're going to talk Titans history, i
1: been okay? a
0: founding <laughs> member of the Titans. I was there. Maybe yeah. I was too many beers into the wind at the
1: time. You've got you've got
0: epic losses to the ravens mixed up okay 2000 there, 2008 let's be but, honest there's yeah. a lot of them so. oh yeah there
2: are. um okay so i always admired john so i ended up to, i i actually followed in john's footsteps and i went from sports over to news about halfway through my career and you know on the morning show like it's it's fun you know it's we're personality we have lots of conversations in between the Sad and terrible news stories. You know, we try and try and give some people some positive stuff in the morning. And uh, so I'm sitting next to Neil Orne, who, which I mean, if anybody watches News Two and knows Neil Orne, I think he's in your what, like 40 there or something. Yeah, he is, uh, but he's a liability. Um, so <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that is a whole other podcast. Yeah. So sitting next to him, we're you know promoting hey the marathon, half marathons coming up, blah blah blah, and he's like, oh well, yeah. You should run it. Oh yeah, I'll do that. I'll run it. Okay. Ha ha, break next, whatever. Oh no, he never let it go. So, my out of shape butt signed up for that stupid thing and ran a half marathon you? never training for it. Nothing. I was like, this is my hell. Like it is not easy. And in for those that don't know me, I'm a former athlete. Yeah, I've yeah. always been in, you know, good sure. shape. And, but, and, but
1: 13 miles, come on.
2: Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. So then, though, once you do it once, you get the bug. And then you're like, well, I mean, I just finished it without training. So what could I do if I actually trained for it? So then the next year I ran it again, and I trained for it, and I cut, like – forty minutes off Jump. my time or something. That's so, awesome. Good yeah, to Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then I ended up injuring my <laughs> ankle, drinking at a bar in Lexington. And so, <laughs> so now we're that, on to stories. Yeah, is the good so stuff. so then I couldn't I couldn't do the half that next year. And so Jeez. I I was gonna do it this year and convince the boys that I work radio with to do it with me. Um, and then I ended up working an XFL game for ESPN this past weekend during the marathon. So I couldn't so, do it. So you so.
0: couldn't do it. By the way, I, I do want to back up. Uh, we're assuming, uh, that everybody knows, but 104.5, the zone three HL, uh, Joe, what does HL stand for?
1: Um, three, <laughs> three hour <laughs> he did, lunch. He didn't know when I told we had him to I to go look three it HL. Up. I didn't, didn't know. Either.
2: Well, I mean, nowadays, I don't even know how to answer that either. Three hours long,
1: maybe? Three hours long is what I would have said, John. Uh John said, no, it's a three-hour lunch. Yes. Because I just looked it up, and you're with Brent uh, Daugherty, who is a dear friend of mine. When I started my early career, Brent was at 1510 WLAC as a brand new guy. He worked for Bob Bell. And, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, he has Bob tons Bell, of another stories. News 2 Sports uh, legend anchor. and I mean, uh,
2: just legend. Brent
1: was the hustle guy. He went and got all the audio bites. Brent worked his ass off through uh, broadcasting and deserves every bit of success that he gets. He's just a tremendous guy. And so it's you and Brent in the afternoons. So we'll go back to Channel 2. You did uh, sports. Then you moved to the morning kind of news side of things. And then you said, hey, uh, maybe it's the schedule that's killing me or maybe it's that i <laughs> it's just a station that's killing me. <laughs> yeah. yeah Dawn, do we enough. want to go down that road oh no 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 okay no. That's, that's a
2: different podcast <laughs> yeah. right
1: there i've had enough of tv so i'll take on another kind of torture and go to radio yes. so uh talk about you went to radio and then you moved to the sec network and what well, this expands now to where you are in television all over the world
2: yeah it's it's kind of I don't know about all over the world. I'm I'm still fighting for, you know, one of those London NFL games. That'd be nice, right? No. Um so it, it's interesting my I I knew that Corey Curtis was never going to leave his position, right? Like in sports. So Sports Director guy. Right, yep. sports director there at News 2, still there. Yep. Um and, you know, sometimes working weekends kind of uh kind of wears on you when you're dragging around a 30-pound camera and you're shooting all your own interviews and still doing that at this market here in Nashville. And so I remember Julie Kranig was on the morning show. She had just had her second child. Um, And I knew just from being friends with her and being friends with (coughs) one of her good friends was one of my close friends or whatever, I knew that she was considering not coming back after she had baby number two. So, you know, I'm like, huh, wonder if, you know, I've always been a news junkie, sports and news junkie. I'm like, I mean, Dwyer did it. Like, I can do it, Who right? Could, Dwyer right. can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and put up
0: at the hours with his right, social schedule. Right, right. And you, you know, have better hair, Don. so, you
2: yeah, know. Right. I mean, please. well, some days. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, you know, so I reached out to the news director at that time, and I was like, hey, while Julie's on maternity leave, I want to fill in. It was over the summer. It was like spring, summer, so slower sports time, like perfect timing. I'm like, I want to fill in. I want that job. I want you to audition me for that job. He's like, absolutely not. Like, you can't do that job. You're a sports person. That's, a, that's not you. No, I'm not doing it. I'm
0: Who like, is this? Was it Matthew, Zalkine? Zalkine. It was? Yep, Matthew? Uh-huh. Okay. And that's I was Sabata. like,
2: um, yes, you are. You're going to give me a chance. Just let me fill in. I'm like, you don't have anybody else to fill in right now because, you you know, you're always short-staffed in local news. I'm like, I'm I'm a perfect fill-in right now. At that point, we still had a three-person sports department and a photographer. I'm like, they can handle it for a little for the summer. Like, you should let me fill in. He's like, fine. I'll let you fill in. You're going to hate it. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So, my very first day of filling in was, how crazy is this, the Boston Marathon bombing. 2013. 13. So that was my very first day where it happened like basically while we were live on air. And I'm like, "Oh, wow. Welcome to breaking news." Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tremendous.
2: And and I just yeah. I I fell in love with it. Now, I had just started at this time to work for ESPN. I think 13 was my first year. Um and so I was working games on the weekends. And so this gave me the chance to kind of move in that direction and then also do football, college football, be a sideline reporter for college football games in the fall on the weekends because I was working Monday through Friday. So technically I worked like eight, you know, seven day weeks, but sure. I was doing two things that I really loved and enjoyed. So Good. Huh. yeah, so um, so loved it. And <laughs> and I remember the the Matthew conversation where <laughs> where uh, you know, ratings started to come in and started to look better and better. And then Julie decides she's not coming back. And I'm like, what's up? You gonna give me a chance or what? Huh? New contract? Come on, let's talk about it. <laughs> well, worked out. it worked sure out. Sure enough, out really well. yeah, yeah. It looked, it looked great. Yeah.
0: Common sense would tell you not to look to Joe and John for this, but
2: time for life lessons from Joe and John.
1: So, what was our life lessons, or maybe um, it was something during that era from where you were in sports, and you said, I can sit at the anchor desk. Uh, what, is there a feel for that, that you just got tired of carrying the camera and being gone, and the anchor desk felt like something more f- secure for you, and that's something maybe you could do in Nashville and maybe do in other larger markets as too, and yeah. you know, everybody kind of has a feel feel about themselves. Like, you know, I know I can do that. Yeah, I know I can do that. And you you said that to yourself and you ended up doing it.
2: it. And it was a couple of things, too, because I thought I wouldn't be here in Nashville that long. You know, I'll be here a little bit. Then I'll be in New York or D.C. or Bristol or, you know, I, I'll jump the ladder. And then I ended up falling in love with the city and I did not want to leave. And so I knew at that point that I had to do whatever I needed to do to make sure that I was still challenging myself because I didn't feel challenged at all anymore in the sports department. I was yeah. bored, right. honestly. Like, I, I got bored with, you know, just the monotony of it and, and no ability or um, opening to possibly move up. And, you know, so I needed more of a challenge. I needed something to stimulate my brain more. And I knew that I wanted to stay in this city. Does so,
1: radio offer you more of a cre- creativity as well? Because you guys go on for hours instead of just.
2: I mean, yeah. you're relevant. Difference.
0: You're relevant. TV local sports.
2: Well, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if any of us are really relevant. Honestly. Well, I mean, but you it's know, more,
0: it's more. <laughs> you, you put out more of a product. There's more inventory. There's more interest. Sports talk radio is going to be around a while. I'm not sure about local TV sports.
2: Do you know what I get to do? I get to give an opinion. I didn't get to give an opinion at all in our two-minute sports section or even on Sports Extra. You kind of have to tiptoe around it. I don't have to tiptoe around crap in radio. Like, I get to utilize all of my research and reading and all of that and then form an opinion and I actually get to, like, tell you what my opinion is and somebody can tell me I'm crazy and dumb and I love it, you know? (laughs) Life
0: lessons uh, of you... You know, we all grew up watching ESPN. The opportunity to be on ESPN at your age, doing what you do, was there this aha moment holding that mic flag and going, I, I, I made it. Fair?
2: It was this year, John. Isn't that crazy? This You've is been- This was my 10th year on the sidelines with ESPN. And I just had my moment this year why the delay I don't know I guess because of the because I was able to make it to that 10-year mark so I in my mind I'm like okay guess what like I just hit longevity with a job that's really hard to keep that everybody is fighting for you know and learn so many lessons along the way and have gotten so much better i remember my first year i was a disaster i'm sure my producer was like please that's not, that's make this true. girl stop talking it's uh, never <laughs>
0: as bad as you think don't you think did you ever do it's that it's never as well, good
2: as you think either
0: that just dis- that finds our podcast I-, I can't even listen to this thing until about three weeks later and i go
2: oh not not bad i hate listening to it myself I do too. I do too. Yeah. No, no,
0: no.
1: Well, we're all very self-critical, so that's what's gotten us so far. Especially with you, ten years uh, on the network. Um, you're uh, born in Texas, grew up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Where was it in this time of your life growing up that you said, "Hey, man, I love broadcasting." Who was your? Who did you look at on TV and say, "I want to do that"? And uh, what made you end up in War Eagle? War Eagle. War. He's we got two kids. Two, or two, or two kids. His two kids go really? to more damn eagle. Dawn. Oh, oh God! See, this is where I step away from the conversation. Kids. I'll be back in twenty, 20 minutes.
2: You, hey, listen. John? My husband grew up going to Notre Dame. Games, oh so God! Not more Notre Dame. Games.
0: Well, we go. should have had uh, him on the podcast. Yeah.
1: Does John like
2: now, Notre Dame? Now he's an IU guy, I didn't but
1: no. Does John like? Um,
2: I don't know. I mean, to, is his family a Notre Dame family at oh, all? I don't know.
0: <laughs> anyway, his his son, I have two, uh, I have brag, brag, brag about uh, both of them real quick. Uh, well, I, I know have, we have a guy. A 23- and a
1: 20-year-old, a uh, one-year-old. One just graduated, one's still there. They're just great guys. We love Auburn. Auburn's been a great experience.
2: Did they um, love it?
1: Yeah. Once uh, The first one's getting, he graduated from uh, with a finance degree. He's getting his master's here at Belmont. And my oh, other nice. one is a law and justice degree. Uh, who's going to work for Senator Bill Haggerty in Washington this summer. So oh, a- wow. Auburn, to anyone out there looking for a great college, is a terrific platform, as Dawn Davenport will prove, uh, to escalate your career forward. Not like Notre Dame.
0: Wait, wait, well, <laughs> what, what did Joey just uh, – no, well, you buried the what, – what, what was the award? Oh, Justin
1: just won Student oh. Leader of the Year for the entire campus, my youngest. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he wrestles for Auburn. He's the president of the he's, – he's terrific. They're terrific. But Auburn is a great place. It's a fantastic school. Uh, we had no ties, had nothing. Never been to Alabama hardly, and I said, Joe, you, I said you guys are going to go to college in Alabama. Let's think about that. And uh, <laughs> they loved
0: it. They it's just not
2: really Alabama. It's terrific,
0: man. <laughs> is that is that is that the narrative that yeah. you guys get? Yeah. So yeah, what got you there? That that was yeah. the question five minutes ago. Sorry. So
2: um, <laughs> I I, I had played to your sports kind of yeah. interest. Their question, like, grew up my family for you know family vacations we'd go to like spring training in arizona or florida and watch baseball or we oh. would go watch duke basketball like my dad graduated from duke mom oh. is a diehard duke basketball fan like we buffy. would go yes go buffy. 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 love me some buffy hey buffy looks exactly the same now as she did like 12 years ago. Was she a
0: pageant queen like like you were, I'm going to no, guess? No, she
2: was a cheerleader <laughs> okay, and a dancer. It. She danced on Broadway. I,
0: I love me some Buffy.
2: She's a dancer, okay. Yeah, singer. she's amazing. So always been involved in sports, always played sports, have a younger brother, two years younger, um, and, you know, that's what we did. We played basketball in the driveway and whatever. So I played volleyball. I really wanted – I was phenomenal in high school, really wanted to play at the collegiate level. I'm short, uh, even though I was an outside hitter, because can I just say my vertical was legit, but uh, not legit enough to uh, not legit enough to play, you know, big time. Sure. College volleyball because I just wasn't tall enough. I'm, I'm, you know, I, not, I said I was five seven. I'm really probably 5'5". Five five, so not
1: enough to not hurt yourself off a bar stool in Lexington, Kentucky. So d- d- you know, exactly, you had skills. But now listen, <laughs> you're there a was two, a, there you're, was a
2: little, there was some extra <laughs> added effects that night. Okay, you, you were
1: know? a two-time Liquid uh, Courage, two-time SEC All-American at Auburn. Yeah, so you made the cut.
2: I made the cut, so that is why I ended up going there. Um, I had multiple offers for scholarship at smaller schools, Mercer, uh, Furman, Stetson, those were a couple, Rollins in Florida, those kind of smaller schools. And my best friend was going to Auburn. I went and visited with her. I fell in love with that campus, and I said, okay, I'm not going here, though, unless I can play volleyball because that's what I want to do. If somehow I can play volleyball here, that it's all meant to be, I'm going here. Great. Well, I ended up f- seeing the coach at a junior Olympic tournament, reached out to him, whatever, invited walk-on. He was like, sure, yeah, you know, as a, as a defensive specialist back then. Um, and he's like, yeah, we'd love to have you walk-on. Walked on, scholarship sophomore year, rest is history. I just say it was all meant to be.
1: What year was that-ish?
2: Let's see, I graduated high school in 98.
1: So, Auburn through 2002, 4, yep. 3. 02. Uh But hasn't it changed here so much where women's volleyball is enormous now?
2: Huge. Huge. And these girls are so tall They're and giants. so athletic. And I don't even know how to handle it. Like, yeah. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old now. She turns three in June. And uh, I, I love her, but mom's not very tall. Dad's not very tall either. So I'm like, I think we're uh, going to have to pick a different sport than volleyball. Scrapper. Maybe we'll go golf. <laughs> <laughs> or I gymnastics or yeah. something. I don't know.
0: Let, let me ask you this. Uh, this is the one. Tri- one thing we like on this show is we're not journalists, okay? We just kind of throw it out there. <laughs> you don't Well, you don't know if you're going to listen to this in December. Or ja- we're not breaking down the Titans draft, okay? The, right. You do that enough. If they want to hear Dawn talk about that, we want to hear Dawn talk about just, you know, things like but here's my one legit journalistic question threading the needle as a as a female sports journalist and and finding that thread between being the tomboy cool and being you know it is a photogenic business you have always been able to balance that and i mean that as the highest compliment and okay. I, are you aware or were you aware getting into broadcasting that this was you know, I'm going to be challenged. I'm going to be treated different. I'm going to be the girl. They're going to think I'm, you know, dumb girl and all that. You know, all those things that, that come with it. And we're going back now. Your broadcaster career is, you know, you're, it's not yesterday. Okay, girls are getting in all the time. You know, when when back in, in uh, you know, the, it, ro- there was Robin Roberts in, 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 in Nashville. And then Who's there wasn't one a-
2: I did love and looked up to.
0: Right, Robin Roberts. Susie Colber. <laughs> and then the next female sports person was Sarah Walsh. 15 years later
2: yeah that's so
0: so people got to understand the perspective when you got in it long question poorly worded horrible but 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 (laughs) but you know what i'm saying i mean you've done that so well are you aware of that or you're just like this is me take it or leave it because you always seem real you're the same person on and off the air you've you've got you're a little cranky (laughs) <laughs> At times. You're you're a little moody. I believe Corey used you're funny. to call me
2: the angry Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my moments. Yeah. I do have those, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So don't we all. But longevity does not mean greatness, but you've done really well and you've ex- ex- excelled. And so how what would you how do you, how do you balance that?
2: Um I appreciate that. I will uh I'll, There's a compliment I'll slide the somewhere. money in the envelope <laughs> over to the table just here in a second. Um no, I you know, it's interesting. I don't think i I never thought any different and that's a testament to my parents and my support staff and my first boss who hired me in wilmington north carolina for fifteen thousand dollars a year um you know that's a testament to all everybody that i never even considered that or thought about that so but i always thought because you know it is it's a visual medium right i always thought it doesn't matter at the end of the day what you look like, if what you're saying and the job that you're doing isn't good, you will never last. So I was lucky enough to have a phenomenal uh, teacher in my internship in Savannah, Georgia. Her name is Jennifer Blossom Taylor way back in the day. Yes. And, uh, She, I know she, oh, she was awesome. Um, But she taught me so much about how important it was to make sure that you're doing your research, that you know what you're talking about, that, you know, you, you work hard and, and she was a super tomboy. Um, I, I don't think I was as much of a tomboy, you know, I have, I have like a little pageant history way back in the day. So I think that probably Google. played in, yeah, <laughs> probably played in a little bit. Um, but you know, just watching her helped me to learn kind of how to do it and how to do it well and what's important, you know?
1: And you, you've got the, uh, indomitable spirit, the tenacity, that uh, given the position, the light comes on, the mic's in your hand, you know you're going to do it. You know you're going to pull it off. Sarah Walsh had a great story, uh, predecessor to you at News 2. Now she's on, she's on the NFL Network. The best. She's, she's just fantastic. And it's yeah. it's her personality, just like yours, that makes it come through. You know, people have to, in flying, they got to be able to sit next to you for hours. People have to look at you and want to listen to you. And in radio... Uh, one of my favorites i was with people for 25 years on the ride home they want to be with you for the ride home and you've got you've got all that but one of sarah's great stories we we won't really hugely re- rehash was she was hired here with no live shot her resume tape just had all her studio crap oh i remember they sent her i remember out the, her
2: telling me that and yeah. i'm like
1: are you freaking kidding she me she had no live shot and so they made a huge deal out of it as they probably should have and or uh, she she knew she could do it. She knocked it out and crushed it. And so uh, I just think that's part of the human spirit uh, for people that succeed, uh, especially for you now, um, so long. And maybe comment on this new venture with the XFL. You just came. You were there last Sunday.
2: I did, I yeah. I saw some pictures. It
1: was kind of fun. How is this going to unfold, the XFL? Tell us about
2: oh, it. There goes the way. evergreen,
0: by the way. You just blew the timeline. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. But it's okay. XFL is uh, is evergreen. <laughs> okay. It'll be around. It's The Rock's in charge. And Danny Garcia, like, it'll be around. My
0: wife watches The Rock with the sound down. I'm not even in the room when Dwayne Johnson is on TV. So you're, I'm bitter <laughs> about that. But go ahead. <laughs> she loves her. I
2: totally Rock. get that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, I totally feel her. Um, no, it, w- it was fun. so I actually was a fill-in for XFL it wasn't on the regular crews that were covering it so i ended up getting to fill in which by the way i worked 5 games and uh they have reporters on each sideline my my poor teams went 0 and 5 oh i worked the losing sideline every freaking game oh god we've got
0: dawn on <laughs> oh our sideline like what's the over that, under
2: right i mean how is that even possible but it was so much fun and it's fascinating because their whole thing is access. So I'm sitting there like... Bob Stoops is the coach of the Arlington Renegades. Like, I'm interviewing him in the middle of the game, which I'm sure you can imagine, you guys. The Stoops family isn't exactly uh, big on that, so you can only imagine how excited he is to talk to you in the middle of a game that they're losing. Um, But, you know, just the access, how different it was. It's, you know, a guy scores a touchdown, and you go sit next to him on the bench and ask him what he saw or what route he ran or whatever. So it's, it's completely different than anything we watch when it comes to NFL or college football. You know, everybody's mic'd up, uh, which is a little dangerous sometimes. I I certainly feel for whoever has to, like, listen and beep out certain things, you know, in the middle of a football game. But you've got the officials and the referees mic'd up. Um, You have, you know, the review guy talking through. You can hear everything he says when he's going through a review, just the transparency of it. It was was really fun because it's very different, you know. And then on top of it, you got – the stories of these kids who are just fighting for a second chance or any kind of look to make their dreams come true, sure. and that to me is is very fun. And there was, you know, there's a quarterback. He actually works out here in Nashville in the off season sometimes. Jordan Tamu, who played at Ole Miss. Well, that was when I was doing SEC network packages, and so I probably worked, shoot, six or seven of his you know, college games at Ole Miss. Now he's the DC defenders quarterback having a heck of a year. And it's so fun to look back and be like, oh, I covered that kid, you know, yeah. in I college. Remember you yeah. I'm like, oh look, you know, I see him, I'm like, hi, look at you all grown <laughs> up, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so, you know, guys like that that just want that second chance. It's kind of a fun league. What's the season? <laughs> Rapid rapid
0: rapid, 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 rapid fire, fire rapid fire, rapid, rapid fire. Sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> he just oh, cut. God, Did you,
1: you let him me. do this? You just he cut you off? The hell out of me! He hit him all the time. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that was good. Uh, rapid <sighs> fire. We have <laughs> oh. questions. They don't have to be rapid fire. They never seem to succeed. <laughs> They're just more damn questions, really. So we can call you. You know, Nashville's been your home for so long. Uh, easy that place. That makes
2: me like a native, right? Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, oh, you're so native. I mean, at this so point,
2: with, yeah. with all these people yes. f- moving in, yeah.
1: City's grown so much. Uh, what's a go-to restaurant for you?
2: Oh, my gosh. Why do you ask me this? Yeah. I'm terrible at this. It can this. be one or two. Um, See, this just shows how old school I am, right? Cane um, Prime is our go-to for, you know, bacon, cotton candy, my favorite. Whenever we it's a birthday or something, my husband and I, that's that's where we go. Great. So that's that does show that I'm old school, huh? No, it's been around talking. forever.
1: That's a popular answer on this show, actually. Is uh, it?
2: Yeah.
0: I know you do so much show prep, and you, that's a lot of your reading. Last non-sports book you've read, or on Kindle or whatever. Uh, Anything?
2: Yes, but now I forget the name. It's the, um. Uh, we what can is come the, back to it. It's, it's uh, bright the bright orange one, the basically. That's the way John and I you talk. You should, John, <laughs> yeah. The, hit the <laughs> no, no, bright no. orange button. I know. Button. this, is, but, Okay, let me say this though. <laughs> Ever since I had a baby, I feel like my memory is oh. garbage. Oh, garbage. Gorbage.
1: Gorbage.
2: Um, yes, but it's the basically learning what to give a beep about. Okay, it's a yeah, great true. book. Okay, yes, we'll
0: find the name for for our for our <laughs> I like for our book. listener. Yeah, what are you listening to?
1: What are you a rock girl? Yeah. You a country girl? Doesn't matter.
2: Uh, sports talk radio and oh. sports. But and you
1: turn it off? And you go. out. If right I up. turn
2: it off, it's country. Okay, it's uh, my husband and I love some old Dominion. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, last concert you've been that. to? Uh, old Dominion. Nice. How funny is that? Yeah, we went in Evansville. So, anybody out there that has a kid understands that sometimes it's hard to, you know, get away. Um, And so, for Christmas, I bought my husband tickets to Old Dominion and got a room at the casino.
0: The Tropicana.
2: Yes. So, that we could go gamble and drink and listen to some good music. So, that's what we did.
0: (laughs) My wife and I won uh, a raffle, a trip to uh, the Tropicana, and I thought... Honey, I think we're going to some coconut island, yeah. and and I said, oh, okay. I said, baby, we're going to Evansville. You go Evansville, to- Evansville we are, baby, we yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what we did. Hey,
2: let me say this. That it venue was, was amazing, though.
0: It's actually. It, and the restaurants where they're very good actually it was now the fun, the casino yeah. is a old riverboat that sm- that is toxic with smoke it's just just buried it's are. just buried into the All the, of them the, the fiber of the of the but facility, you're not but, used
2: to it because no, you're not. no places are smoking anymore right. except for that it <laughs> that is. might be the only place sure yeah, yeah.
1: what's um what's what's an advice you would give your eighteen year old self now
2: oh 18-year-old self. Let uh-huh. me see.
1: Since that was only like 5 18, years ago, but what would right. that be?
2: Yeah. Uh start <laughs> botox earlier? No. <laughs> um let's see. Ish. Probably from a career standpoint read more. Prep yeah. more. Like better yourself more earlier. I feel like I didn't learn to do that until later.
1: You you kind of, you kind of winged it a bit until you could get away with it. I did. Until you couldn't get away with it. At least
2: early, early on. That's think we all did that. Yeah.
0: Don't you think going for games, and you've been in so many production meetings and the broadcast crew has access, you'll hear on NFL games where, uh, in our production meeting, you know, so and so -so, and so. And so that's, that's why you, we think, we, we know it all. But it, what what amazed me is doing the Titans games is I would prep because I knew I was not going to be good. I just didn't want to suck and have that be the problem. But I would prep so much. And then you gave really 8% of what you prepped. Oh, you And you had all these things that people at home it. you didn't hear. Yeah. And that's the one aggravation is that you don't know yeah. when that third running back is going to get in. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad I knew he pitched a no-hitter when he was 12. Right. And he was on Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> World Series. You know, that kind of
2: But that's the prep that puts you above and beyond if it does happen. That's exactly.
0: Um, if, If you could have dead or alive, uh, dinner guests, two or three dinner guests that you'd like to have.
2: What the heck is this? You this guys are like fire, asking girl. me the hardest questions I've ever been asked <laughs> in my life. I feel like I'm back in like a Miss America interview where they're like, "Which would you rather be, the bat or the ball?" Like, what is? This? Okay, next that's question. A great I, that's question. a question. Oh. Joe. We're I'm gonna mark that down. down. Ah, there the you go. Thank you. Hey, okay. you know what? Break that one out. Yeah, for your you're next not getting out of you're not, you're not
0: getting out of the answer here. <laughs> but who would you have? What was Come the question? No, who would you? Who would you? Who would you have? Just people know. you admire, people you know.
2: Why do you make me think like this? <laughs> <laughs> the bad
0: okay. Okay. I admire, screeching halt. Right, well, the whole damn uh, well, thing Susie, is called Neil Orne, Susie Cooper. She's like
2: my sports person, Neil Orne, Yeah, <laughs> hey, that would make it, trust me, that would make it fascinating and interesting. Is it how
1: many late night texts did he send you ever? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness,
2: God, so, so Susie Cooper would dealing. be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Anybody in um, history – are you a history buff? Do you have anybody that – By the you're...
2: way, I love Neil. We had Oh, we oh yeah, Neil. no. The he... last – Neil
1: was, has been on that. this show, and he is all thousands of tangents, so um, – yeah. uh, he's, he's a hot mess, but we love him. He is a hot mess. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: yes. Hilarious. Aren't we all, though? Oh, I don't know, John. Okay, I don't that's don't even all right. Know. Move on. Like, I haven't even thought about that. I don't have time to think about stuff like that. Like, who thinks about that? Who would you have, John?
0: I would probably have Arthur Ashe – Paul McCartney, mm. um, probably uh, Abraham Lincoln is always a popular one. Yeah, uh, and see,
2: I'm not a, I'm not a history buff.
0: No, clearly. Uh, <laughs> I
2: mean, you have, you have this da-
0: Joe. Who would be? We've never asked. Just go around yeah, the table. And with, uh, see, um,
2: see, it's hard. There's you hard.
0: you have you have so many you have so many layers to you, and you, you you're fascinated. You fl- you have flown the most famous I, people I would, in the world. I uh, you can't talk about it, but I you like, have.
1: Uh, you know, people like a guy like Bono. Yeah, uh, I, I would dig having a uh, dinner with the Pope.
2: Okay.
1: Uh I would like. To this st- is what I'm talking I about. Would dig okay. people with.
2: But see, I don't even think like that.
1: That as as I got older, but that I be- would be cool. I became a reader, and so yeah. that's just a great suggestion for young people coming up. I'll, I'll never forget uh, at Western Kentucky University where I went. I graduated in <laughs> five
0: w- WKU WKU.
1: They uh, one of the one of the guys, his best thing we're like oh yeah right coach Uh, he said read you need to read any what he would say is uh, tell me the prime minister of Britain what's his name and everybody's like and so you're gonna you want me to hire you and put you on a news desk and read the copy and all of a sudden you have to interview somebody and you don't even know who those people are so his point was read read Mm -hmm. no things so um, I like the people that I read uh, would like to have you know, a dinner with them, and your volume one turned up, haha. Ha. So now you gotta do it again.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> All right, hold on. We're gonna do this one more time. Gosh darn it, I was so darn good. It. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna loop. Um, so
1: my question earlier was, um, what's your XFL season run? Maybe give a picture of you for the next year, as to uh, when the SEC season starts, and then that runs for forever. So what will your life be like with TV and radio and travel here? For all the way through the end of the year.
2: Yeah, so my downtime is spring and summer.
0: Your downtime is Tuesday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is correct. Really, seriously. No, you- really.
2: It's it's like when you texted me, I was like, well, this is perfect timing because this is about the only week I can come hang out with you guys. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's, it. I'm not going to lie. It's crazy because uh, Titans start training camp. Dwyer, you know that life in the summer, and I sit on the radio for three hours as the Titans flagship station and have to talk about this team and these coaches and give an opinion on them, so I need to be out there to get to know the team and the new players and all that. So I try to make sure as long as they have the morning practices, I can be out there for camp. So that's kind of when my craziness starts is Summer, once training camp starts. Um, And then fall for football season, which is usually August, end of August. um, I will do 3HL. I do radio Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 on 104.5 The Zone, by the way, if you would like to listen. Um, 3 to 6, and uh, actually, I don't work Fridays during football season. I usually fly out Thursday night after the show. I go wherever I am working a game. Um, And so for the last... Two years? Last two years, I have been all over the place because I've been ESPN2 games. The three prior to that, I was SEC Network. So that was a little easier when it came to travel because I knew I was going to SEC towns, you know, every single year. Well, now, I mean, the last two years, I've been to Oregon and worked a UCLA game. And, you know, my last game was Washington State, Washington. So I've kind of been all over the place the last two years. So I usually fly... Thursday night, unless it's, you know, BYU or or somewhere that I, I need more time to get to. But I'll fly Thursday night, uh, production coaches meetings on Fridays, um, and then game on Saturday. If I can get back Saturday night, awesome. Then I get my full Sunday with my daughter and my family. But if not, a lot of times, you know, I'm back at 10, 11, noon on Sunday, and then repeat, rinse and repeat. Now, during the week, you know, for fall, it's um, – production meeting with your crew. It's uh, coaches calls. I always do meetings with a couple of players from each team on my own. So it's those phone calls and I just have to kind of squeeze everything in between daughter's soccer and gymnastics and the show and show prep. And so it's it's very busy. I have an amazing husband who makes it all work and is a great dad. And for 17, 18 straight weeks. He's he's single dad on the weekend. So um he's he's pretty much a saint as far as that comes. And then for XFL, like I said, I just kind of filled in. It's a shorter season. Um, you know, playoffs and um championship game are the next like two weeks. So they are done by mid May for that league. So God. Yeah, I'm it's, it's I'm
0: busy. Beat. I'm just beat. She- Joe and John have come to the Fork in the Road. Maybe
1: that, that was a fork in the road for me. God, I'm lazy now. <laughs>
2: but it's fine. Do it like, while you can. Oh, too short to, oh, it is. you know, sure. not be exhausted.
0: So we like to look at everybody. This is a national-centric, motivational, inspirational podcast. We'd like to thank Giving background to people that, uh, the movers and shakers, and you're certainly in that category, Dawn. Um, in broadcasting, I can think of a getting a job or not getting a job that I thought I would, and my life would go in a different way. Give me a fork in the road for mm. you. It can be from high school to college. It can be two years ago. It can have, be having a child.
2: Yeah. Maybe it's a
0: decision that
2: you didn't make. There's a, a couple of different forks in the road, I think, for everybody, yeah. right? And, and sometimes they, it's, Oh, do you I play? What if it was meant to be? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's that? movie? Um sliding doors. That's it. Yeah. I use that all the time. You sliding do? door. Yeah. It my is. husband uses that all the time. It is. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, when I was in college, you, you kind of asked me and we never hit on it. I I'm pretty sure that I changed my major about 10 times until my academic advisor was like, please figure out what the heck you're going to do with your life and, and stick with it. Stop it. I was like, come on, Pre, pre-med, pre-vet, then I thought I was going to go to law school, I took the LSAT, and then my dad was like, yeah, I enjoy paying for that, and I looked it up, I'm like, I don't want to do that, I don't, I don't love it that much, you know, um, so ended up my last, like, last hoorah was mass comm, and then I end up a journalist, so yeah, Um <laughs> But anyway, so that was one fork in the road. It ended up working out, and, and a lot of that was because of the internship. But then, so first job was Wilmington, North Carolina. Second job was Richmond, Virginia. And we had a four-person sports department at the ABC affiliate in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and they decided they were going to cut the sports department. Well, guess who gets cut? The the young new person, and that was me and uh, a... a young guy who was also working with me we were both cut um and I did not know that yeah yeah so totally laid off um my contract was up i think like 2 months after that so basically they were like we'll give you this separation this severance like thanks for your job whatever thanks for your work see ya and i was like what in the heck am i going to do now it's so hard to get a job in local tv like it is hard um well, that next day, I got laid off. The next day, Matthew Zelkine, who was the news director at News 2, called me. He was now in Nashville. He actually hired me in Richmond, like, years before that, right? Before I got laid off. And uh, and he was like, hey, uh, have a job here. It's for a number three. It'll be less than what you make in Richmond, but it's a job if you want it, you know? And I'm like shoot, I don't have a job. Like, I need a job. You're on the beach. That's what we it. call it on
0: TV. Did you call it in on yeah. radio if you got laid off? Do you, do you call it, you're on the beach? Uh,
1: yeah. What? No. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, okay. Uh, on the beach.
2: Yeah. Do you that remember mean? that? Yeah, a, that's yeah, yeah. the lingo. What, yeah. What's
0: happened to you? I, I'm on the beach. I'm on the beach. Guess you're going yeah. to the, beach? the
2: beach? Yeah. I was on the beach, but you luckily were- it was <laughs> only for like 24 hours. <laughs> and real. so I took a lesser job. No, it was a, a better market, but it was a lesser job. It was less money, more work, all of that. But you know, at that point I was like, I'm just going to do it. And then I got here and I fell in love with the city and I am so blessed to have worked with the people I've worked with here in Nashville to have gotten to know this city and, and gotten to stay now to have, uh, I'm divorced, remarried to have met my husband. If I never shifted to radio after morning news, I never would have met my now husband and we never would have had this beautiful, you know, yeah. almost three-year-old little girl. I mean, it just, you just all go back to the laid off in Richmond where I thought it was the worst time of my entire life and what am I going to do with my life now and I'm never going to find a job and whatever and okay, well, there's this job, but I don't know if I'm, it's enough money to make my, pay my bills and all of that and and somehow it just all worked out and so that was like the best fork in the road ever, you Terrific. know? Yeah.
1: It was meant to be.
2: I know. That's why I, I've, I have a buddy who just got laid off. And I'm like, listen, I know yeah. you don't want to hear this, but you just never know. Sometimes it, it's okay.
0: Don, Don Davenport's uh, uh, time off on the beach was uh, exactly 24 hours. Poor, poor <laughs> baby. You got to wear shades.
1: So we, we what what's uh, what presses forward for Don Davenport now? A seasoned pro, a veteran? Now
2: you, old. You are
1: no 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 That's no right. no we no just no say, no we just say wise. You are far from old. Um is is uh you got to pick your spot here. Where would you wanna be? You know, maybe you'd probably like to trim that schedule and be more at home. Is there mm-hmm. a particular gig that you would just like to do and then be at home?
2: I'm doing it. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I, just signed a dream. Contra- yeah, I just signed a contract extension with radio. Um, you know, I'm sure eventually I will probably have to evaluate the travel um, and see, you know, if if little baby Babs is playing uh, soccer or something on the weekend, I'm sure I will want to see it. There's a lot of people in this business, John, you know, uh, mm-hmm. people who call games that have never seen their kids play a sporting event on a Saturday, you know, in the fall. Because they're not home. That's right. So I think eventually I don't have to worry about it now. She, she's in the. She's two and a half. She's kind of in the a hole stage. And I, I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm in yeah. that. I've, I've, I've yeah. been in that for decades. You're
2: still in it. <laughs> why talk are talking right? about yeah. a job? Yeah, <laughs> your child. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But but so but uh, I, uh, so you know once once that <laughs> kind of moves along, you know, I'm I'm sure that. I, I will sit down and evaluate, but for right now, I'm doing exactly what I love. I love the people I work with on 3HL. We have a good time. Um, love our listeners. We're we're knock on wood very successful right now. Um, and and it's just it's a really good place to be. Oh, terrific.
1: Well, go ahead. What you've uh, you set your goals. You've met every one of them, and you're getting to live the life that you always wanted to. That's a that's a big that's a big win
0: yeah yeah. Let, let's end with another pseudo journalistic uh question is gotta wear shades sh- future so bright you're raising somebody bigger picture uh the world's going to hell uh Nashville has lost <laughs> its soul all these things right. as you look at it as maybe from a, a lens of a mother uh what gives you hope that that she's going to grow up in a world that uh Oof. that she can handle or she I, maybe she, I don't know I don't know okay
2: it's scary isn't it
0: it's it's a it's just a what Joe and I had uh, uh, show prep lunch earlier <laughs> we had lunch <laughs> earlier and and yeah, we talked about that it's just it's kind of a you know but but do you think na nat you'll be here for
2: hopefully for, yeah, ever uh, ever yeah yeah hopefully okay we'll see um you know i i what I've, gives you
0: hope I guess is what i'm saying I will
2: say this i I come across uh young people often that either want to be in this business or just want advice or, you know, need a mentor or want somebody to talk to. And uh, there are a lot of those high school kids into college kids or, you know, um, kind of that that younger group that are entrepreneurs and whatever else they, that group that I get to come across sometimes gives me hope, you know, because... (laughs) I think it's easy to paint this big picture of our youth nowadays that, you know, oh, it's a different generation than back in the day and they don't want to work and this and that. Well, there is, there, there is hope. There is a a large group of kids that, that gives me hope for what our future will look like. So let's hope they, uh, rock it. Right.
1: Amen. May God bless. Do you have hope? Yeah, of course we all do, and um, it's uh, we've all grown up through different generations. But it's um, yeah. it's all about a good attitude and a good mm-hmm. center, and uh, having a good vision in your life and surrounding yourself with good people.
2: Positivity, baby, positivity.
0: It's uh, it's not digging ditches, but it is a uh, it is a very difficult world to navigate, to survive, and to mm-hmm. thrive. And Dawn, you've done that. You did it the moment you stepped uh, into TV here, you made the transition to news, to radio. Y- you're living, you know, the ESPN and, and and all this stuff. It's um you make it look easy, which is I think uh I would think one of the better compliments and and uh so uh, Nashville's better for you being here. It it's been it's been a it's, it's been strong. a quick 17, girl.
2: That's it. Crazy, isn't you it? You know?
0: And we'll end yeah. with the final question. Would you
1: rather be the bat or the ball?
2: Oh, look at you. Come on. Oh, no, I'm not answering that. That's no. for your next I think
1: you'd rather be the bat because you've hit it out of the park. That's for certain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <gosh>. he, <laughs> just, he
2: just nailed it.
0: Well done. Nailed it. Don Davenport on the second yeah. cup of Joe.
2: And, and John. Love you guys.
0: It's the second cup of Joe and John as their guests expound on any and all topics. Within the realm of decency. Wanna be a sponsor? Let a TV and radio guy help build your business. Email the show, Second Cup of Joe and John at gmail.com. Now, hold on tight and grab another 2nd cup of Joe and John.